This is the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. That's Mickey. I'm Robert. Hey, good to be here, man. Let's do another episode. For sure. So what are we talking about today? Let's talk about conferences because we're recording this in January 2023. Probably come out a little bit later than that, but at the beginning of every year, I mean, I personally think about what conferences I'm going to go to for the new year, and I'm sure... Many of our listeners are along those same lines, so yeah, let's let's dive into talking about those conferences. Cool, yeah, and, and thankfully more of them, more and more all the time, becoming in person again, which is fantastic. Absolutely, I kind of like that. Some of you be able to go hybrid almost permanently, so you can have people in person, but still now they have the support to do things remote. So yeah, lots of lots of great things happening with conferences. But before we get into it too much, why would I want to go to a conference? I think there's a few reasons why. There's Lots of learning to do there, and obviously that's a big priority for us. That's one of the reasons we do this podcast, and we attend conferences every year is to learn from some of the best, some of the other practitioners. Networking is certainly another big piece of that as well. You're going to be with other professionals like you. You go to you know meet sponsors and uh, you know go talk to their booths or whatever. So networking is a big component, and I I think one of the other pieces is just getting out of the office, just yeah. <laughs> breaking it, you know, outside of your comfort zone a little bit, going to see something else. That's that's one of the things that I enjoy is kind of getting a, a new perspective and a little bit of a, a breath of fresh air. Gotcha. All right, well said. So if I look just in the Atlanta area for conferences this year, there's probably thousands of them. If I look within a reasonable distance to travel, there's many more. So how do you choose which conferences you want to go to? Obviously, there's a lot of different factors. The topic itself is, is a big one because sure. we're not yeah. going to go to a a trade show about, I don't know, cars or anything like that necessarily because it's not directly related to us. We like to go to marketing conferences specifically, but uh, cost is a big one. There's many free virtual conferences, but you know, if you go to an in-person one, it could cost anywhere from hundred bucks to several thousand. So that plays a big factor into it. Where it is, like you said, we're in Atlanta. So there's thankfully quite a few options that we have near to us. Um, But you know, sometimes you could travel to a conference as well. So the content that's going to be covered, very much related to the topic, you know, For sure. do they, who, who are the speakers who are going to be there? What topics are they going to be talking about, right? Are they relevant to what you're going to learn and all that kind of stuff? So I think those are the, the big things, the cost, the location, the theme, the content, and the speakers. Really kind of taking a look at that gives you a sense of whether or not it's worth your time to go. Yep, for sure. And the content and speakers are big ones, especially at a lot of conferences where they have multiple tracks at the same time. You got to figure out, do I want to go to this one or that one? So how do you kind of work through which sessions do you want to attend? Yeah, I mean, hopefully they have it listed you know, on their website or they've sent it out to you as an attendee ahead of time. So you get a little time to look at that because I, I don't like showing up to a conference completely unprepared going like, oh, which, you know, which one am I going to show up to? Like, I, I like to have at least a sense of I'm going to go to this breakout and afterwards in this session, yeah, you've got yep. three topics to choose from and this is the one I really you know, am going to prioritize. It, it really helps to... Uh, if, if you're going as a team, you can kind of divide and conquer. And you can say, okay, you you take this kind of social media track, and I'm going to go do more of kind of the website session. Sometimes, like you said, they will have dedicated tracks with with kind of all those separate things. Or if they just have a random assortment of breakouts, you can say, hey, I'll go to, to A, and you go to B, and we'll kind of you know reconvene at lunchtime maybe and right. share our ideas and, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it, it takes time, and sometimes there are two good topics in the same time slot that – it's really hard to choose from, but like you said before, thankfully a lot of these conferences are also recording these sessions yep. so they can broadcast them virtually and then offer you the recordings later so you can maybe go back and, and dig right. through that content later. It is kind of funny. I, I do the same thing. I'll print out the list ahead of time, figure out exactly which one I want to go to, and 
pretty much all of my favorite moments thinking back on conferences are times where I skipped the next session to hang out in the hallway track and just meet with people and network and learn their secrets. And I still remember a few situations precisely, WordCamp and other ones, where it was a talk I wanted to go to, I got hung up in conversation, and it turned to be just rich conversation and friendships that lasted a long time. So it's, it's difficult to plan it out and do it, but it's, it's all good. I mean, if you go to the session, you're gonna learn stuff. If you hang out and learn from other people, you're learning, it's just, and that's where being in person helps too, you know? Yes. A Zoom conference, it's much more difficult to hang out in the side, you know? And so I'm, I'm looking forward to that aspect too. And, so, and that's the benefit of quote unquote networking at a conference. Right. That, that feels a lot more organic than networking can be a little bit icky and Correct. Yeah. stodgy. But yeah, like that, just relationship building and having conversations with cool people. Like that's what networking is at its best. Yeah, absolutely. So how about taking notes at a conference? You, know, you certainly want to come away with some good things. So. What, what are you doing to make sure you remember and can share with the team? Well, you and I obviously care a lot about note-taking. We did an yeah, entire episode recently sure. that people can go check out about how to kind of take notes and whether you do that digitally or whether you do that you know, with pen and paper, which is definitely what I prefer. So, I mean, if you, you choose one of those two, hopefully. you know, Maybe you bring your laptop and make sure you've got a charging cord because those yep. conference days can be long days. And <laughs> yeah, if you're sitting there typing up notes, um, that, that'll – Run your battery down really quickly. I sometimes just bring two laptops. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Chromebooks, they last forever anyhow. So yeah, I've done that before. I just switch out to the other one and not worry about finding a place to charge. That's a different conversation. Are you just disposing of the first one? Yeah, you just throw it away. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or you could bring, like I do, just a pad and paper. I have actually a separate notepad that I take uh, notes at conferences. So, I don't know, kind of helps keep me organized. Um, I think it's you know good to write down the big quotes, the, the tweetable moments yep. um, that's, that's good to share later, but also just the really practical things. I, that's one of the biggest things that I think is helpful to me is that I'll usually put a star next to the things that I'm, I think that I can go back to the office and implement immediately. Yep. The things, usually it's, it's one to three for each speaker, so you end up getting you know about 10 to 15 ideas to really share. Because um, again, it's, it's hard to go back if you take notes like I do and you've got three or four pages after a conference uh, you know, if you've got those those few bullet points that you really can hone in on and go, okay, I knew this in the moment that this was going to be really practical, that I wanted to dip, dive into this more after the conference was over, that, that can help kind of jumpstart you. Yeah, but that's something you're very good about, and I try to be good about, but it's processing those notes afterwards. So many people will take all these great notes and have them in a folder somewhere that they might look at someday. But if you can block out a little time after the conference, a half hour, an hour, just to kind of process your notes, put them in a digital system or email thoughts to other people, just kind of work through them again and make sure they're in the right place. Makes them a lot more valuable afterward versus the beautiful notes you took that just live in the back of a folder in the back of your closet. It's sure. not quite as helpful. Yeah, and some of the conferences give you digital notes that you are able to download later, like maybe the speakers give an outline yeah. of their talk, you can download those. I think it's also really important to make notes of the resources that people um, for sure mention, either like, hey, you got to check out this website. It's a really helpful online tool, or man, this book or this TED Talk are really good things. Like, I usually try to take note of those, and you know, maybe I'll go read one of those books later, or or maybe you know, write down the speaker's name and their contact information if they give that out, and you could reach out to that speaker and ask them questions or follow them on social media. Like, just kind of capturing and synthesizing as much of that information as you can. Um, and knowing what to actually follow up on after the conference is over. Yeah, yeah, I noticed just the other day I was going through my books to read list and I had three or four of them in there that said it was because this person at this conference mentioned it and said it was worth reading. So yeah, I certainly try to track those and again, get them in the right system. So it's not, what was that book somewhere in my notes? It's in my main book list and sure. again, processing through is huge. So beyond just going, there's a couple other angles we can look at, being a sponsor or a volunteer, those sorts of things. So. Why would you maybe want to consider being a sponsor for a conference? Yeah, I'm, it's it's a whole different angle because I have 
definitely attended a lot of conferences, but I've also been a kind of sponsor at one as well. And then the person sitting behind the booth, which as an introvert is torture for me. But again, it, <laughs> right. was, it was good for the business. And it's, you know, it's an opportunity to get out in front of your target audience, assuming you are choosing the right conference to go and sponsor. Like it's the room is full of all the people you want to talk to. Right. So how do you capitalize on that? How do you get a booth and get the right people, uh, you know, manning the booth so that you're, you're able to have all those really good conversations. So, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things is like you said, it's in person rather than trying to set up your website in a way that's going to attract people or getting SEO just the right way. Those are important. But if you were just physically in front of the people who potentially buy your service or product, there's a lot greater likelihood that you're going to get a bunch of leads and lead to a lot of you know new potential customers. Yep. And it's interesting because that group that said you could sponsor or volunteer, but they're really two very different things. So sponsoring, sure. you're putting money up to have a booth to be in front of people to advertise your business. As a volunteer, you're not really as much. So what is the advantage to volunteering at a conference? Yeah, like you said, I mean, your, your sponsorship is more for your business, for your organization, if you're, if you're trying to do that. As a volunteer, I mean, it's really just, it's an opportunity probably for you personally to get behind the scenes at that conference to maybe get a little bit of that that networking or, or education in there, but it's you know more of a way to support an organization that you probably like and just feel like you're a part of it. You know, again, like I said before, a chance to get outside the office and kind of feel that energy and that uh, inspirational boost that sometimes you get from just being at a conference. So, and of course, you're you're volunteering; you're not having to pay to be there. So that's right. one of the huge advantages. That helps too. Yeah, like one of my favorite volunteer roles is uh, at WordCamp. I often help with the speakers, so I get to reach out. Sure. All these great people reaching out to want to speak. And I'm the one that gets to talk to all of them. I get to meet all these amazing people before the conference. And I think that's fantastic. So yeah. You're networking before the before event has even started. Exactly. Exactly. So what are some conferences sort of on your radar for the coming months? Yeah. So obviously, again, we're, we're very focused on uh, digital marketing conferences. That's what we usually tend to go to. So um, the ones that, again, I like and I have been to before, um, Digital Summit has a, a lot of different uh, locations around the U.S. that they go to, including Atlanta. So I'll... I'll try to go to the stop when it comes here. Yep. Um, Digimarcon is another one of those that's kind of a series of conferences. Um, I have not actually been before, but I'm thinking of, of going. It's got a good reputation. And yep, it does. I got a lot of, again, the content that's very specific to what we do. Um, and then Inbound is a conference by HubSpot, the CRM and database company yep. uh, that's really good. Um, that again has a lot of really good content. It's it's one of the higher end, more expensive ones. And again, you've got to travel if you live outside of the location. That for HubSpot. Yeah. Sure, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. But again, but they've yeah, got but some really good, good speakers oh, for sure. yeah. and are very well regarded. Absolutely cool. Yeah, and then yeah, the one other I would add, of course, is WordCamp. Yeah, being a WordPress focused agency, WordCamp has been fantastic. I've been to probably twenty of them over the years. But there's they're in hundreds of countries, and there's hundreds here in the U.S. all around. WordCamp Atlanta, of course, is the big one we like to go to, but I've traveled to other ones too, but if you're in WordPress or digital marketing, I'll look at, just go to wordcamp.org and they list all the upcoming ones around the world and you may find one to go to and they're super cheap. You know, they're the kind of conference, they, they want it to be free, they charge like 25 bucks or something to make sure people show up, but it's just meant to grow the community. I love that one. Yeah, so. that community aspect seems to be one of the biggest things about that is that you know how they're organized and the speakers and all that kind of stuff are just, it's a lot more grassroots. Right. Some of these other ones are, are put on by you know, companies looking to make money, which right. is okay and a yeah, good thing. Wrong with that. They yeah. do a good job of it, but yeah, that's one of the things that seems to really set WordCamp apart from some of these others we mentioned. Yep, agreed. So if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Mellon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmellon.com, and you can also find show notes for this episode and more at a brighterweb.com.